Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. I'm Greg McAfee, and welcome to the Greg McAfee Show. Uh, I've owned a heating and air conditioning company for 30 years, uh, worked our way from number 487 to number one in our territory, in our industry of residential uh, heating and air conditioning. Uh, about 10 years ago, I started uh, coaching, uh, holding boot camps, writing articles for business, and uh, have been very successful at that. It's, it's gone very well. Um, so what I would like to do, this is our first show, uh, the Greg McAfee show. And, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a, uh, business, uh, bootcamp revival. Um, if you're, if you have a small business and it's not doing well, it probably needs revived. And that's what this is all about. So what I would like to do is go through a normal bootcamp in, uh, 20 to 30 segments, uh, at a time and uh, help you with your small business, whatever it might be. Um, I have helped several kinds of businesses. Actually, if it has to do with a home service, um, this is definitely for you, but really any small business, this can help. So how I start off our uh, business boot camps, um, you might also hear me refer to it as a business revival uh, because um, a revival to me is to, uh, you get to start all over again. You get revived. Uh, you get motivated. You change the way of thinking that got you where you're at. You change the way of thinking to get you where you want to go. Uh, so we're going to talk a lot about that throughout our uh, podcast. So um, I always like to uh, start off, um, welcome, welcome. Uh, but I like to start off about the American Eagle. Uh, we used to have a couple American, a male and female uh, couple in Dayton, and uh, I was privileged to go down and be able to watch them. Um, and this is actually the Dayton Eagles that uh, I went down and watched, probably 20 minutes from my office. So, uh, but I like to start off about the story about the Eagle because, um, you know, why are you listening to this podcast? Why do you want your um, small business uh, to be revived? Uh, this could, uh, this could kind of set the stage. It normally does. Um, so eagles are just a different bird. God created the eagle. It's a totally different bird than any other bird. It's a very strong bird. It represents America, by the way. It's the American bald eagle. Um, eagles fly at very high altitudes, um, not with low flying birds like sparrows or other birds. Um, they, um, they have extremely strong vision. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about vision, uh, throughout our podcasts in the future. And, um, eagles have the ability to focus on objects up to three miles away. Uh, they can sit on a rock or up in a tree, and three miles away, they can see a rabbit move. Uh, they can soar down and uh, catch that rabbit, or it could be a deer, it could be a coyote, it could be anything. But um, 
their focus is just unbelievable. They stay focused on that all the way down until they capture it. So um, they soar at unbelievable speeds, um, 138 miles per hour upward and up to 180 miles an hour downward. Um, they have a wingspan of somewhere uh, between six and seven feet. That's right, six and seven feet. Now, they're ext- extremely strong, like I said, and the, the, uh, the eagle uh, could easily grasp, grasp onto your hand and break every home. Um, I'm sorry, they could grasp onto your hand and break every bone in your hand. Unbelievable strength. Um, they also have special lenses. Um, God uh, created multi, multiple lenses, rather, in their in their eyes. Um, they have their their standard lenses, um, and then they have a um, they have a sun lens. Um, and I think the reason God created that sun lens was because other birds um, are very jealous of the eagle, um, and they will team up and chase the eagle, and uh, uh, multiple birds will chase the eagle to try to uh, hurt it, and uh, the eagle can fly right into the sun like no other bird. Those lenses come down, ultraviolet lens for sure, fly right into the sun, other birds have to turn off. Um, they also allow the storms of life. I want you to I want you to grasp this. They allow the storms of life to lift them above the storm. So an eagle flies above the storm, not under the storm, not with the storm, above the storm. Other birds must find shelter um, and if an eagle waited for perfect conditions, it would never soar. So I want you to think about that in your business, in your life. If you're always waiting for perfect conditions, you're never going to make it. You're never going to achieve much. You're never going to take a risk. Um, and the faster you move, the higher you soar. Um, Give more than what you're um, asked to give, and you'll receive more than you deserve. Think about that. Um, they are the longest living bird. Um, however, very, very interesting. Most people don't know this. Somewhere around the age of 40, uh, because a bird, uh, an eagle, can live to be around 70 years of age. But some, somewhere around um, the age of 40... Um, most eagles go through a moping period. Um, now you can look at what do we go through around 40? Most people go through some sort of midlife crisis. Well, the eagle goes through some midlife crisis. It's just called the moping period. And, uh, for the eagle, um, what happens around 40 is, um, they start moping and they quit flying and they start walking around like a chicken or a turkey instead of an eagle, and their talons um, become calcified, and their beak um, also calcifies and becomes brittle, and um, their feathers um, become very thick 
um, because they're not plucking them on a regular basis. So they just become really um, a mess. And um, they go through this process. Um, it's almost a half year, six month process. Um, but let me tell you the good news. Um, the good news is that other eagles, I'm sorry, other eagles um, fly over these eagles that are going through the moping period and they drop fresh meat um, and they squawk loudly. Now, you say, you say, why do they do that? Well, these uh, eagles that are dropping fresh meat, they've already been through the moping period. Uh, they've already come out of the moping period. Um, so these eagles are encouraging these other eagles that are in the moping period to come out. Um, and basically, here's what happens. Approximately 25% do not come out, and they end up dying. They die on land um, because they thought they were a chicken or a turkey, and they quit acting like an eagle, and they weren't. God made them, God made them to be an eagle. Um, not a chicken or a turkey. So um, at this point, they either live or die. The ones that take the fresh meat and eat and renew their strength, they mount up with wings like eagles do, and they fly to their rock. Um, I was told by an eagle expert that every eagle has a rock, and they fly to their rock, um, they sharpen their talons, knock all that um, calcium off their talons. They sharpen their talons. Um, they actually knock off their beak, and a new beak grows in much stronger and sharper. And they pluck out many of their feathers, and they renew their feathers. And they once again take to the air and become what they were meant to be, an eagle. So it's a change process. And when an eagle goes through the moping period, this process must take place. Um, when we go through hard times, when we go through difficulties, a change process must take place. Uh, I, I personally went through a tough time recently this year in uh, June of this year. Um, by the way, I'm in Dayton, Ohio, and um, have been here um, ever since I was 19 years of age. I'll tell you more of that story um, later as, as we go. Um However, we're in Dayton, Ohio, and I am very vocal. Um, up until now, being vocal has only helped me. Um, unlike, unlike many business owners, I am not afraid to stand up for what I believe. I will vocally let people know what I believe in a, in a positive way. I don't jump in front of people's faces and tell everybody what I believe, but I am not afraid to put it on social media. Um, I'm not afraid to stand up for the family. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to stand up for life. 
Um, I'm not afraid to stand up for Jesus. Um, I'm not afraid to stand up for what I believe. And so far in my 30 years of business, it's only helped me. I've spoke to up to 10,000 people at a time in many events. Um, the Tea Party event, I spoke at seven different tea parties. Um, I, I was very vocal, very positive, but very vocal. Did I lose a few customers because of that? I lost a few, but gained hundreds, if not thousands, of customers. So everything I've stood up for so far has been very, very positive. Um, this year, I... I uh, was in a conversation on my personal Facebook, and I posted something um, that that could be portrayed very insensitive and um, you know, somewhat stupid. I got carried away, and um, I was accused of being a racist, and it went viral. It had to do with the George Floyd death. It went viral really fast, and a, a mob, a group, attacked me. Um, they did a great job of attacking me, and uh, it caused a lot of uh, of the big companies that we support to drop drop me or suspend my company, however you want to look at it. And uh, so I went through a pretty tough time. It, it was pretty tough. Um, my life was threatened. My building was threatened to be burned down. Um, my family was threatened. My team at McAfee was threatened, um, lost, um, approximately three to 5% of my regular customer base. Um, so I went through a tough time. Um, so we all go through tough times. Um, I went through a restoration period, which was, <laughs> I was definitely moping at the time. And, uh, but I went through a restoration period that, um, definitely helped me. And a mul multiple different things uh, took place during that time. But an eagle mentality is uh, committed to total discipline. And during my restoration period, this happened on June 3rd, and um, everything went viral on June 3rd. Um, so for approximately 90 days, I was going through a restoration period and I had goals and I had things set up. I was very disciplined because it takes discipline to be the best at what you do. Nobody reaches number one by being undisciplined. Um, I was also um, fortunate enough and very proud to serve in the United States Marine Corps. And um, there is nothing undisciplined about a Marine. If there is, you won't be a Marine long. Um, so I want to challenge you all who are listening and watching. Um, don't get caught in the downdraft of doubt. Live like, live, live your life like you only have one more day to live and you won't be disappointed because I guarantee you, if you have one more day to live, you're not going to worry about how much more time you put in the office or how much more time you put on the golf course or anything else that you do right now um, other than how much time do I have to spend with my family and things that really matter. So as we talk about change, it's, it's a process. 
and change must take place. Nobody likes change unless it's their idea, and then they love it, right? Um, so you got to have an, a mentality of total discipline uh, through this and um, through your life, through your business. So I want to recall my beginnings. I don't know how well, this is our first podcast, so I don't know how well you can see this screen, um, but there's a little desk there, very small desk. Um, 1990 is when this, um, this might've been 1991. We started in November of 1990. Um, so by 1991, I think we had a desk. Uh, we lived in a very small 800 square foot ranch. Um, we had just gotten married the same year, 1990, and we bought a house and we started a business all in the same year. So that was my first desk, very old computer, but don't know if you can see this or not, but there's one large and two small pictures on top of this desk, and they're basically little league teams. Um, I have uh, been supporting children since day one, and, uh, you know, first it was just cool to have my McAfee name on a hat, and my wife and I would go watch them play. Um, but then I realized not too many businesses support little league teams like they used to. Um, so today we just support thousands of kids, but hundreds of different events, teams, etc., from little league to peewee football, to cheerleading, motocross, racing, um, soccer, everything else you can think of. Um, we're, we're, we're going to be there somewhere. Uh, it's important to me, and I made it. I've made it important to my business. Um, the next picture, the next slide here are um, my. This is my first truck. I bought it used. Ironically, it didn't have air conditioning. Um, I bought it used. I put a used service cap on the back. We had it professionally logoed, and uh, I was in business. I had. Uh, I started with $274 and this used truck. Um, and then, um, like I said, we started off in our house and then I built a garage behind our house. It was just a very small garage, 24 by 24. It was split down the middle, half office, half storage. And um, our office did not have plumbing. Uh, so we, um, our first... Uh, my wife was our first um, receptionist, and then we, um, as we started having children, we hired someone uh, to work as a receptionist, and she had to walk from the garage to our house uh, to use the restroom. Um, so you do what you got to do, and you do whatever it takes, I say. You do whatever it takes. Uh, had we not done that, you know, I don't know how, how far we would have been along um, but anyway, you do whatever it takes. So I always like to recall our beginnings. Um, there's more beginnings. Um, as we, um, as we grew, we had other buildings for storage. Um, we had other buildings for, uh, storage and training. And, um, in 1996, um, I bought some land and paid it off, bought three acres of land. And if you can see this, 
we went from our 24 by 24 garage to an 11,000 square foot building. And I thought we would take the back half of the building and lease out the front. And I thought it, it will lease fast. It's a nice, really nice building. Um, however, we sat on that for 18 months before we got it leased. Now, remember, we were debt-free in a garage, and we went into this 11,000-square-foot building with a loan, um, and I thought for sure leasing it would make the mortgage payment. So without leasing it for 18 months, um, we were actually on interest-only payments uh, for several months during this process, and we finally got it leased, um, which definitely helped um, but we, um, also started our own sheet metal shop. We needed sheet metal. We do custom sheet metal around the furnace area. When we replace it, uh, the company we were using could not stay up with our demand. So I either had to slow my growth, um, buy a sheet metal shop or start my own. And after much, much thought, and prayer and counsel, we decided to start our own. And we started a company called New Fab Sheet Metal from scratch. Uh, we bought some used machinery and we were in business. Um, we almost did, um, in the first five years, we almost did a million dollars in sales with just uh, three fabricators. And, um, but I'll tell you more about that in a minute. We also opened up a satellite office in Xenia, Ohio, um, you know, about 20 miles east of our uh, home office, basically. And we kept that for a few years and decided we really didn't need a satellite office when we can serve anyone from where we're at. Uh, so we sold that. But in 2018, the building right next to me became available. And um, when I first came over and looked at it, it was a mess. It was run down. It was um, just a mess. It had 75 leaks in the roof, and it was all original paint, carpet. And the company that was leasing it leased it for about 13 years. They never had a customer walk through the door, so they didn't care what it looked like. But it became available to purchase, and they invited me to come over and look at it. And when I did, I just... I didn't want the headache. So I said, no, we went back. And about a month or two later, the realtor called me again and said, um, I think you just need to come back by yourself and walk through this because we had brought our leadership team through it and everything. So I spent an hour or two walking through it. And, you know, I just decided if I were able to get this for the right price, I could sell all my other buildings and we could be in one roof again, including the sheet metal shop. So I made a ridiculous offer, and they accepted. And um, we refurbished it. I was the general contractor. We refurbished it in six to seven months, and uh, we moved, and I sold all the other buildings. And uh, very fortunate how everything worked out. This is a um, view from the top. That's uh, my old buildings right over here to the to the south. But... Uh, this that was 11,000 square foot. Um, with all our other buildings, we had approximately 26,000 square feet. This building's 30,000 square feet. So um, we're under one roof now, 
Um, we love it. It's very efficient. It's very professional. Um, I have uh, remodeled the building and it needs very, very little. Uh, it is just um, very nice. I just, um, we're, we like things very clean. Uh, cleanliness to us is safety. And we are in um, thousands of homes a year and we, we like to have a neat, clean job, and that equates to safety for us and our customer. And, uh, you know, there is no finish line. I don't have, I don't have, uh, um, a lot of people are, are in, get, they get into their uh, 50s and they've had a successful business and all they want to talk about is retirement. Um, retirement is not, is not what I talk about. Uh, yes, one day it will have to happen, but there is no finish line. And to me, the best is yet to come. We still have goals. We still want to. We still want to dominate. That's what. That's what drives me. That's what gets me up every day. Is dominating my industry um, the best I can um, with what I have and and what we have. Um, so I am motivated. But there is no finish line. Where if I get to this point, we're done. Um, I do have a vision. I do have goals. Um, but the, the best is yet to come. And, and I love that. Um, so, um, if we were in a boot camp revival, we would take a break right now. Um, but we're not. So, um, I've got a few more minutes, um, to talk about a couple more things. Um, but know that, um, no one or no company is invincible. And this is basically what I'm going to end with right now is no one or no company is invincible. And there is no one in our company with an S on their chest, unless it stands for struggler. Because I have struggled for 30 years in some form or fashion. Nothing has come easy. No one has deposited $1 into my bank account to help me grow this business, it has been um, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. I wore out a lot of shoes in the first year or two, knocking on doors. Um, I made uh, thousands of phone calls, and I um, I did whatever it took to get my phone to ring. And I'll talk more about that later. But no one in my company is invincible. Um, no Lone Rangers either. We don't have any Lone Rangers. Uh, we're, we are a team. And I ask a lot of questions from my team. Um, I have hired people smarter than me. And I have to ask questions from time to time. Um, I have no ego when it comes to that. If you do, you're going to have a hard time growing. Um, if, if hiring people, you've heard the saying, if, if you're the smartest person at the table, you're probably at the wrong table. Um, I don't want to be the smartest person at my table. I, I need to have people uh, around me who are smarter with even um, more experience in certain areas, more knowledge, more education, whatever it takes. Um, just so you know, I did not go to college. Um, I went into the Marine Corps, and um, when I got out, um, I went to heating and air conditioning school, and I took school at night, worked full-time during the day, and when I got out of school, um, I had to take a 50% pay cut to get into heating and air conditioning. Uh, but what I teach 
young people today is sometimes you have to make less in order to make more later. Um, we live in a we live in a society where everybody thinks they can either get out of trade school or college and make top dollar, um, and that's extremely rare. It's uh, work hard, put your time in, earn your money, um, but that's another class. So for right now, again, I want to welcome you to the Greg McAfee Show. I hope uh, I hope you've heard a few things that are interesting that will keep you coming back and learning more. Um, I have a lot more to teach, and um, I will end with carry on, and I hope you have a great week. Thank you. Make it a great day.